Welcome back to another episode of Rabbi Jake Live. Hope you are having a great day. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Pinchas, and it's an amazing story as we see that Jewish people, unfortunately, were going through a tremendous struggle, a tremendous sad time in history where a lot of them were not listening to Hashem, and Hashem made a plague, and they were dying. What did they do wrong? After last week's Parsha, Parsha's Bullock, Parshas Balak, where Bilaam tried to curse the Jewish people, but every time he tried to curse the Jewish people, Hashem transformed the curse into a bracha. In the end, he tried, he couldn't do it. The Jewish people are so strong. When are we so strong? Hakol Kol Yaakov, when is voice of Yaakov, when the Jewish people's voice is connected to Hashem, when we're doing Torah, when we're learning Torah, when we're davening, when we're doing mitzvahs, that's when we're so strong. And even if the biggest enemies of the world came, even if the strongest armies in the world come, the Jewish people are stronger, not because we have the strongest muscles, not because we have the strongest weapons, because we have the strongest power in the world, and that is Hashem. When Hashem is with us, when we're connected to the Torah, connected to the mitzvos, which are our connections to Hashem, then we have our superpowers and no one can touch us. And that's what happened, except at the land of last week's Parsha, Balak and Bilam couldn't do it until they got advice. You know what they should do in the end, Bilam said? Let's send the Jewish people non-Jewish women and try to get the Jewish people to do Avodah Zarah. And if we get them to do Avodah Zarah, then Hashem won't be connected to them and then we'll be able to hurt the Jewish people. And the Jewish people fell for the trap and unfortunately the Jewish men started marrying non-Jewish women and they said, now do Avodah Zarah. And the non-Jewish women got the men to do Avodah Zarah and there was a big plague happening. It was kind of like going to a house. Imagine you go into a house and there's a big fire. And what do you do? Hashem says, put out the fire. And everyone says, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Then comes one person with a big bucket, a big hose, and they come and they put out the fire. And they're the hero of the day. But imagine the people saying, how come you put out the fire? You are not good. You ruin the house. You ruin all the precious objects in the house. How dare you put up the fire? That's what happened to Pinchas. There was a huge fire. A lot of Jewish people were dying because they were not listening to Hashem. They were doing Avodah Zarah. They were marrying the wrong women, doing Avodah Zarah. And comes Pinchas, and Pinchas listens to Hashem when everyone else is not exactly doing what Hashem wants. And he puts out the fire. He kills one of the men who was leading the wrong activities. And in the end, Hashem said, you might think what Pinchas did was not a good act, but I see Pinchas's heart. I see that not only he did this only to save the Jewish people, Pinchas is the hero. Pinchas is the going to be transformed. Hashem said, I'm going to give him a special bracha a shalom, a special bracha of peace. And according to many, Pinchas then became on the level of a malach. He no longer had a normal body that he became a malach. He became a angel. And he never died. And who did Pinchas become in the end? That's Eliyahu Anavi. Eliyahu Anavi, he went up to Shemaim, but he never died. And that's Pinchas. Pinchas is still alive. He was rewarded with the special bracha of special shalom because he listened to Hashem. He saved the Jewish people and he put out the fire. So we're so fortunate for what Pinchas did. Now we have to be thankful for Pinchas because Pinchas put out the fire. He saved the Jewish people. And that's one of the reasons why this week's Parsha is... Parshas Penchas. And in that honor, we're going to be singing without instruments now because it is the three weeks. And during the three weeks, many Jewish people, they mourn for the Beis of Migdash because the Beis of Migdash is not here. And 
It's not here, but Hashem says, those kolomis abel, all Yerushalayim, those who mourn the base of Migdash, those who really, really, really wanted to come back, Hashem is going to make sure to see it that they are going to be back for the base of Migdash. So many people have different customs of mourning now. Many people don't listen to music, and they also don't get haircuts, and they don't have weddings, and those are the main customs of the three weeks that the Ashkenazi Jews have, and that's why on the Rabbi Jake Live, we're not going to be having music for until after Tisha B'Av. But we can still sing. Hashem still wants us through the morning. It's not that in the end we're supposed to be so sad. It's supposed to be we cannot wait to be daven to Hashem. Hashem, please back the, please bring back the base of Migdash. Please bring back Mashiach. And that's why we're going to sing the song, Uva Zion Goel. Hashem, please redeem us and bring back Yerushalayim with the base of Migdash. And may we all see it speedily in our days. Uvalet Sion Goel Goel. Uvalet Sion Goel. Uvalet Sion Goel Goel. Uvalet Sion Goel. Uvalet Sion Goel. Uvalet Sion Goel. Uva Uva. Uvalitzion go well, Uvalitzion go well, go well, Uvalitzion go well, Uvalitzion go well, go well, Uvalitzion go well, Uvalitzion go well, Uvalitzion go well, Uva Uva. The Parsha continues with the story of Banos Tzalafchad. Tzalafchad was a man and he had a bunch of daughters. And these daughters had a question because their father was no longer alive. And they wanted to know, do they, are they also going to get land? They loved Eretz Yisrael so much. Hashem saw in their hearts that they wanted to do the Torah. They wanted to do the mitzvahs. And they wanted to have their share, their portion in Eretz Yisrael. And they asked Moshe, there's no men in our family. The men usually get the land. And they usually take care of the women with the land. But here, there's no men in our family anymore. Our father's not here anymore. Can we get the land? And we learn from Benos Tzalafchad how to ask questions to Hashem. In previous situations, the Jewish people, when they had questions on Hashem, they said, Hashem, why is there no water? You, and they said, you must have taken us here because you wanted to hurt us, Hashem. That's a mistake. Because Hashem never in the world would want to hurt us. He only does good. Everything Hashem does is to bring us closer and closer to Hashem. So it's never a good idea to question Hashem and say, Hashem, you don't know what you're doing. Like the spy said, Hashem, it's not a good idea. Look at Eretz Yisrael. It's not such a good land. You said, Moshe, it's going to be a great land. Look, it's a land that kills its people. It's a land where the fruit is so big. It's a land that's all not nice. And once again, the Jewish people were basically saying, Hashem doesn't know what he's doing. Eretz Yisrael is not good. Why should we go to Eretz Yisrael? It's not a good place. But they were wrong because everything Hashem does is for the best. Everything Hashem does is good. So it's not a good idea to tell Hashem that he doesn't know what he's doing because Hashem knows what he's doing. So if you have a question on Hashem, we learn from Tzalafchad's daughters how to ask it. You could say, Hashem, if there's no water, you could say, Hashem, there's no water, please. Like a father, please help me have water. 
and Hashem will answer our tefillahs. Like Beno Slavchad, they said, Hashem, we want to do Torah, we want to do mitzvahs, we want to go into Israel. And then Hashem said, okay, since you asked so nicely, and you have a good reason with your question, your question makes sense, Hashem in the end gave the halachas of inheritance. And he taught that if there's no men, then it goes to the daughters. And we learn that through the Beno Slavchad, how instead of questioning Hashem and saying Hashem doesn't know what he's doing, Hashem always knows what he's doing. So if we have questions, we should dive into Hashem. Hashem wants to hear our beautiful tefillahs. He wants to hear our voices. As we learned earlier, Hakol Kol Yaakov, when the voices of the Jewish people are heard, when Hashem hears the Jewish people, when he hears the Torah, when he hears the mitzvahs, then our hands become super strong. We are superpower. No thing can hurt us. Hakol Kol Yaakov, our Yedayim become like Esav. Esav had strong hands, but he didn't always follow Hashem. And therefore, he didn't have so much power in the end. Jewish people, when our voices are heard very loud, we become super strong, and that is our job. Just like Benos Salafcha, they asked the right questions to Hashem, and they had the right intentions because they wanted to follow Torah. They wanted to follow mitzvot, and Hashem said, I love the Jewish people. I love Avram Avinu. I love Yitzchak. I love Yaakov. I love their children. I love their daughters. I love their children. They are the children of Hashem because they always want to do Torah. They always want to do mitzvahs. And that is the gig, biggest gift of life. The biggest gift of life, kids, is Ashrenu Matov Chalkeinu. How fortunate we are to be Jews. That's the biggest honor, to serve Hashem, to be the messenger of Hashem, because Hashem put us in this world, and He said, I want you to go out. That's why Hashem lifted the mountain over our heads at Har Sinai. Hashem said, I believe in you. Don't run away from your job. I believe in you. Don't think you're just a regular person. You're not. You're the Jewish people. You're the chosen, my chosen people. You're going to go out there, and you're going to make the world a better place. How? by being a Jew, by being grateful, by always thanking everyone we see and thanking Hashem, and by acting like Hashem, by giving to people, by giving, giving, giving all the time. The Jewish people were known to be the greatest givers because the more you give, the more Hashem rewards you and gives you more and more and more good in your lives. I want to end off with a story because we, the more we give, the more we get. There's a rabbi, Rabbi Grossman in Migdal Ha'or, Migdal Ha'emek in Yerushalayim. He was told, he was asked, how is it that you, in the end, had so many buildings in your city? A hundred buildings. And in the end, he was told, he told the story that there was a guy in his city who was not doing good things. And Rabbi Grossman said, how can I get this man to do good things? The man said, well, if I had my own truck, I would then start doing good things with my truck. I would have a job and I would start to help people with my truck. And Rabbi Grossman heard that and he went out and he bought the man a truck. He used his money and he bought the man a truck and he saved the man from not from doing not nice things. And in the end, the man not only got the truck, not only stopped doing Averas, but he in the end started keeping the Torah and mitzvos, and he... Rabbi Grossman says that the reason why he thinks he has over a hundred buildings in his town and his town has been so successful for teaching Torah, for doing Torah and mitzvahs is because he gave to that man. He gave to that man and that man, the bracha that Hashem always gives. When we give of ourselves, Hashem always gives back in return. So we should have 
a great Shabbos, and we should remember to give, 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 because Hashem is always giving us. He loves us so much. He's giving us our bodies that work. He's giving us our neshamas. He's giving us Torah, mitzvahs, everything we have. It's all from Hashem. Remember to continue to give, 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 and Merz Hashem, we shall see the base of English rebuilt with music and with joy. The more we give to each other, the more we love each other, and the more we give to each other, the closer we are to the base of Megdash and to the coming Mashiach. Have a great Shabbos and a great rest of your day.